Uncover from CBC Podcasts is your source for exceptional storytelling and groundbreaking journalism. Unveil the shocking secrets of one of Canada's most prolific fashion moguls. He far exceeds Jeffrey Epstein. He far exceeds Bill Cosby. And dive into the unsolved murders of two Canadian billionaires. This is a perfect storm of conspiracy theory. It's got all the ingredients, none of the answers. With new episodes released weekly, you'll hear the very best in award-winning true crime. Listen to Uncover wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Yes, we are emergency. We are depressurized. We do need to return back to. We have 177 passengers. Fuel is 18.8. Our fuel is 18,900 pounds, and we have 170, 177 passengers on board. That's the pilot of Alaska Airlines Flight 1282 talking to air traffic control. The door panel on the jet had blown out of the Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft mid-flight over Oregon. I look up and the oxygen masks were hanging from the ceiling. And then I look to my left and there's this huge chunk, part of the airplane, just like missing. And the wind is just extremely loud. There's wind blowing everywhere. The gaping hole forced the crew to make an emergency landing. No one was seriously hurt, but since then, 171 planes have been grounded, hundreds of flights have been cancelled, and inspectors are investigating how this happened. John Graddock is a faculty lecturer and program coordinator at McGill University's Aviation Management Program. John, good morning. Good morning, Matt. This is terrifying. As you understand it, what actually happened on this flight? Oh, it's uh, it's uh, it could have been a lot worse. As the, as the NTSB has said, the um, the flight was climbing through 16,000 feet on the way to 30,000 feet, four minutes into its flight. And out of nowhere, the panel uh, right beside seat 26A blew out of the aircraft and fell to the ground. And you're left with a depressurization on the aircraft, which was terrifying for everybody on board the aircraft. What could have happened if it was at 30,000 feet? I mean, on this flight, you know, they're talking about things being sucked from the front of the plane to this hole, people's shirts being torn off. What could have happened if the plane was higher up? Well, the the question would be, when you talk about, you know, when that seatbelt sign comes off, you know, when a pilot basically says we were at cruise altitude, seatbelt sign comes off, people normally take their seatbelts off, people start walking around, flight attendants start distributing stuff through the cabin, uh, when that explosive decompression happened, uh, it would have been very, very surprising not to have people sucked out of that cabin. This was a plug, a door plug, right? This is explain exactly what fell off or, or you know, disintegrated yeah. uh, out of the side of this plane. This airplane is built for five emergency exits on each side of the airplane, um, and the airplane. And when you buy the airplane, you have a choice of either going with five as a standard equipment or replacing it. Uh, replacing one of the exits with a plug that says you don't need that fifth exit for evacuation purposes because you have less passengers on board the airplane. So this is a panel that's installed that you can see from the outside of the aircraft. You can see the outline of a door, Mm. but from the inside of the airplane, it's as if you don't even see, you just see a window. You don't see any markings that a door was there at all. The Federal Aviation Authority has grounded 171 of these Boeing 737 MAX 9s for inspection. What are the investigators looking for when it comes to those plugs? They're really looking at anything that's loose in the uh, fitting of the panel to the airplane. 
Um, that, that panel is installed by the manufacturer. Uh, it has no re regular service requirement like a door or any other piece of mobile equipment on the airplane. It is uh, available for maintenance purposes only. Uh, so it's not something that the airline would, in fact, open and close and examine on a regular basis. So <clears throat> that panel is something that the airline really doesn't uh, touch at all. And what they're looking for is any loose attachments mm. that are used to keep that panel in place while the airplane is in flight. The NTSB has said that it's <coughs> uncertain if the panel that they've subsequently found um, <coughs> was actually properly attached or if the bolts had been installed at all. United Airlines has said that it found bolts on close to 10 of these airplanes that were loose. What does that tell you about what is going on here? Uh, it tells me that there's an issue with respect to the uh, the quality control side of releasing airplanes into service uh, without having ensured that all of the um, tightening of all of the bolts and nuts on this airplane has been complete. So to me, that tells me that something went awry in the installation of these panels that allowed these bolts uh, to come loose. What would they be looking for? They found this door plug in, and I love this part of the story, a physics teacher's backyard. Um, <laughs> see, he, he had a lesson that he could tell his students, but the investigators will be looking for what specifically? They're looking for things in, on the panel that basically indicate that there was, there's a shear uh, attachment process. These bolts are, there's a, there's a piece of equipment on these uh, door panels that indicate that there's a bolt that should be placed in this hole that's on the panel. Uh, there are four holes on the panel where bolts were attached, and they're examining those holes to see whether the hole itself failed or whether it was a bolt that basically popped out. When you say that there are concerns around quality control, that is not something that I think anybody who flies on a plane wants to hear. We assume that quality control is top of mind. Safety is our top priority, as they say, when you get on the plane. Tell me more about that. And, and I mean, part of this is about the Boeing 737 MAX series was involved in catastrophic crashes in 2018 and 2019. Now, again, these are different models of the planes, but what did those investigations into the crashes reveal that might speak to what you're talking about? Oh, I think that, you know, what we're seeing with this airplane is, you know, a, a systemic issue uh, that's involved in the airplane. That, you know, that we, we're seeing a number of different things going wrong on this airplane, you know, and some of them are design issues. Uh, when you talk about what happened to the MCAS system back in 2018-19, those were finally de defined as a as design issues that the guys built into the airplane. They didn't tell anybody about it, but it was built into the airplane. Now we've had recent situations where you have rudder attachment issues. You have situations where engines basically are, are, are icing up if you use them too much. Uh, and now you have this door. So there seems to be a, a litany of issues associated with either the design and or fabrication of these units. There have been questions raised about the culture of safety at Boeing. This came out of a house report in the United States. <coughs> there have been books written about this in the wake of those crashes in 2018 and 2019. And the allegations are that the company may be prioritizing profit over that culture of safety. How seriously do you take those allegations? Oh, I take them very seriously. I think that, you know, Boeing has been around a long time. Boeing has been in the commercial aviation business you know, we remember the Boeing 707s. 
the 727s, the 747s. Uh, and Boeing has always had a reputation for the, you know, really the gold standard when it comes to manufacturing and delivery of very, very safe airplanes. The 737, it is the most popular airplane in the world. There's over 5,000 of these units flying every day. So it's not as if, you know, Boeing doesn't know how to build a safe airplane. The problem is in this type, in this airplane, in the MAX airplane, they seem to have taken economics as a key driving uh, force for building and modifying this airplane. Mm. And that's kind of led to the the issues we're seeing today. Are you going to think twice about stepping on one? No, I won't. I would, I'm, I'm okay with the airplane. I think that, you know, I want to make sure that the airplane, if it's a MAX 9 that I'm stepping on, the MAX 9 has gone through this inspection process. Hopefully that, that those MAX 9s will get back in the air between now and, you know, hopefully the weekend. But, you know, it, it is... It's disconcerting, but, you know, I think the FAA, the NTSB, everybody is jumping on this issue really quickly, uh, and uh, they leave no stone unturned when it comes to making sure that when this airplane gets back in the air, it is that's the safest it can be. John, thank you very much. My pleasure, Matt. John Craddock is a lecturer and coordinator at the McGill Aviation Management Program. He was in Montreal. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.